Hey guys, it's Abdul for the good folks over at Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware, downtown Naples, where the holiday season is upon us. And so that means a gift. How about a gift certificate from Leon Tailoring? That's right. That way your loved one can get the gift of clothes that are quality made and they'll last for quite a while. That's right. So whether they need a new coat, jacket, suit, shirt, skirt, blouse, no matter what it is, that gift certificate from Leon Tailoring makes for perfect stockings or stocking stuffers, as the case may be. So swing on by Leon Tailoring this holiday season. They are happy to see you and happy to take care of you. Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware and downtown Indianapolis. Well, we're sitting down talking with Indiana Governor uh, Eric Holcomb as part of our end of year interview. So, Governor, uh, thank you very much for sitting down and taking a minute to chat. Happy holidays. Tis the season. It's great to be back with you. So, I've got to ask, have you got Janet and your mom's Christmas presents yet? Um, I have Janet's, <laughs> and I still have some work to do putting it together. And uh, our parents on both sides are close to being done, but not quite 100% yet. <laughs> All righty. Uh, well, let's chat. Uh, how would you describe 2020? How would you say 2023 has been for the state of Indiana? Oh, a huge step in the right direction. Uh, lots to be proud of. We uh, are building, as we speak right now, a statewide um, health system uh, that's state-funded and driven. 96% of the population participating or will be positively affected by it. Very encouraged by that. Um, we continue to build out and pay cash for a lot of various um, capital projects, assets, like state police posts and labs that catapult us into the 21st century, uh, a new co-located um, Westville Correctional Facility with ultimately Michigan City and co-located deaf and blind schools, world-class facility that we'll have, um, welcome centers that are, I get people that send me pictures and videos even of how proud they are of our former rest stops that are thematically being redone according to what region you're in. And so an awful lot of infrastructure projects, capital assets that are, that are being built. So there'll be, an, there'll be a number of ribbon cuttings, but I think not just this year, but next year, because of the hard work that um, that was um, pulled off in this last budget session. Um, but I think most importantly will be the the cultural mindset change and our ability to go out there and not just pioneer new frontiers, but to actually build them. And this year we saw Unlike um, everywhere else, almost everywhere else in the country, the state of Indiana be awarded secure hydrogen hub, a biotech hub, and a ME Commons, uh, a microelectronics hub. This is game changing in terms of our state and national security and national economic security. Um, obviously, the, the big project that has uh, attracted a lot of attention lately has been the Leap District, uh, Boone, Tippecanoe County. Uh, a lot of folks are saying you know, with, the, with the water issue, some locals are saying that, hey, people have been fully communicated. Uh, what do you see happening in, with the Leap District as we go forward? Well, going forward, and I think that's most, the most important thing um, that, that uh, is always applied to any big thinking idea is to take stock of where you are, address any concerns, um, and try to remove those challenges from the overall answer to the why 
leap in the first place. And for a state like Indiana that just closed our IEDC books last week to have shattered last year's capital investment record, $28.7 billion coming to our state in capital investment that beat the $22.2 billion that shattered the year before's record of 8.7. This is serious, positive momentum. We are growing career opportunities, not just investment, but GDP and career opportunities like never before. It will require us to not just have hundreds of sites ready in counties throughout our state that has served us well, but to have even a mega site uh, available. And this LEAP district was born out of that necessity. If we're going to continue to uh, attract and secure deals that would once almost reflexively go to a Texas or a Arizona, states much larger than Indiana, for us to fully realize the world-class assets that we have like Purdue and Indiana University and Notre Dame and Rose-Hulman and we're just let Ivy Tech and Vincennes University, all these Butler and Ball State, you can just endlessly go on and on and on about our workforce development pipelines, talent pipelines. For us to fully realize those and reduce brain drain and usher in brain gain, we need to have not just the companies, but what the companies will require, and that's this type of district, this type of density. And um, going forward, that will mean, A, solve that workforce uh, requirement, B, have the power uh, and have the utilities, the water, um, so that they can grow in these local communities. And all the supply chain, all the spinoffs that come from deals that are in the billions. And that's what's so exciting is when you think about the, you know, the almost $10 billion of battery deals that we've done, there's probably another $2 billion in supply um, deals that will come along with that. And those don't just go to Kokomo or, or New Carlisle, like the three battery plants or the battery separator in Vigo County, Terre Haute. Those go to places like Peru and Roanoke and, you know, within 250 miles. So this is a boon to not just the initial big deal, but to all the, the deals that come alongside it. And it will require having the water. IFA, our IFA. The Indiana Finance Authority for folks. Who that's exactly right. They, this is what they do. And it, the job of the IADC is to be very aggressive and to fiercely compete for business and to provide options and have some creativity and to look at things in a new way, deal by deal, and to say, this is, this is one option. Um, now we are at the point where the IF, the Indiana Finance Authority, needs to conduct the water study, not just in this region, but for sure in this region, because we know from years back it was projected we're going to need more water for our ag community, et cetera and residential communities. And, um, and so not just for this district, this LEAP district, but for a broader region. And the IFA will complete that study, as they have done others, um, and project out what the demand for water will be 50 years from now. And so that will be the proof. I always say, you know, you, you want to fight about water, you can go out west to seven states and talk to Mexico and America about the effects of the Colorado River. Uh, we, we shouldn't be arguing about water here. 
And so anything that I can do to make sure that we're communicating, me, communicating with mayors and county commissioners and chambers of commerce, we're doing that. And this is, you want to talk about water, talk to the IFA or, or this administration. You want to talk about business deals, talk to the IADC. Two different job descriptions. Indiana Governor uh, Eric Hogan with us uh, as we're having our end-of-the-year conversation. Uh, when we talk about all these uh, projects, lots of technology, advanced manufacturing, obviously uh, Indiana has some workforce-related uh, type issues. Uh, lawmakers are planning to address that, uh, looking at irate and third graders, sort of, sort of a long-term. Uh, what is your uh, agenda for next session when it comes to workforce development to make sure that, that, the, that the workforce is here to, to get those jobs that are, that are coming to Indiana? Well, there is no kind of one-size-fits-all or one program. This is a holistic approach, and it needs to take into consideration every single walk uh, and age and skill level. And by that, I mean for sure we need to make sure our kids can read before they're progressed through the, through the system. We don't want to promote problems for others to solve as they compound. So that absolutely takes into consideration um, our reading proficiency, childcare, high learning, high quality learning centers at a very early age. It takes into consideration what's happening K through 12. It, it takes into consideration more apprenticeship type programs, getting our students connected with the opportunity of what's next. And that could be career directly. That could be college. Uh, but making sure those dual credit, those work-based learning programs are not just in place, but being taken advantage of. And then we need to work on obviously getting healthier and making sure that we're pulling people who may be on the sidelines uh, back into the workforce, making sure that we're continuing. We have an all-time low recidivism rate right now. That's good, but it can go lower. And every hundred, every thousand new employees uh, or folks who are incarcerated at the moment, making sure they don't come back is a twofer uh, to grow as a person and our economy at large. And so this is, again, we have to look at every single person and say, how can they skill up for these jobs of the future? Because when I mentioned that $28.7 billion, that averages out to those careers average out to $75,000 annual salaries. So Opportunity is there. The, the key is how you connect through workforce development programs so that it's available. That American dream is available to you and uh, from wherever you're coming from. And, and that will be where our focus is, is to connect people to the providers, to skill folks up, to get into those careers. Because we, here's where we're operating, the environment we're operating. We have a peak high private sector employment level right now. We have a historically low unemployment level right now. And so how do we, again, Leap District, keep more people that come to Indiana, whether they're a student or a visitor, and keep more Hoosiers that have homegrown um, here and then skill up that third cohort of people who are maybe working two jobs or three jobs. How do we skill them up so they can work one and make a salary that uh, enables them to buy a home and a car and put their kids through college? Um, on the looking forward to 2024, obviously uh, you made the decision not to do any endorsements, at least not yet. Uh, in the race uh, for governor, but uh, whether it's Brad Chambers, Stan Crouch, Eric Doden, Curtis Hill, uh, Mike Brown, they've all sort of offered up uh, different ideas. One idea, uh, 
by your, your, your partner, Lieutenant Governor Sam Cross, has been the elimination of the income tax. Is that something that on, on, on surface is workable or? Well, I think that's for the candidate. She needs to explain the details um, and how that's possible because I've, it's, it's not on my agenda. And I say that respectfully. Um, it, it would require revenue raising, uh, and there's different approaches to that, or cutting. And um, because I'm not a candidate, I, I can't speak to that. Um, but it's a lofty goal, but it's one that is dependent on the details. And I would say the job of governor is always, you know, turning the cards face up and saying to the electorate, here's what I want to do. Here's how we're going to do it. Will you help? Question of the um, wow. Wow. That flew by. Flew by, flew by whole quick. Uh, a couple things uh, real quickly here. Uh, the Indiana Supreme Court uh, is hearing a case right now uh, on primaries in Indiana, whether you have to run in two primaries to, to run as a Republican or a Democrat. Uh, obviously, you've been in primaries for, for quite a bit. Any thoughts on, on that whole deal and the, and the decision handed out by D Judge Dietrich? Uh, I will leave it to the court to sort out. This is as a kind of a history buff. I'm intrigued by this case as I have been with others, but um, the, the precedent that it will set could be obviously not just long-lasting, but um, deeply impactful. And so any changes that might come out of the judiciary, which I'm respectful of, um, we'll have to wait and see. Any thoughts on who you may pick for attorney general in case you need to? Uh, my answer to you is the same the last time you asked. <laughs> Governor, uh, you can repeat that if you want. <laughs> in the Governor Kolkom, Governor, as always, my friend, thank you very much for being with us. Always good to chat with you. Have a good Christmas and Happy New Year. If we don't talk uh, before then, absolutely. And uh, Abdul, may all your wishes come true, like every year they do. This podcast was produced and edited by Chris Spangle and Leaders and Legends LLC. If you're interested in starting a podcast or taking yours to the next level, please contact us at leadersandlegends.net.